0: The Brian Golf Show. Four! Presented by Cobra Puma Golf. That was an excellent shot. Yeah, real good form. Got a Dive Mountain Dew, check. Got my phone with all these questions, check. I am ready to do a podcast. Simple as that. What's up? It's Brian. Hope you had a very, very good Thanksgiving. Get to spend it with your family. Hopefully, uh, you know, you weren't living somewhere where they were coming by and popping you and arresting you for having too many people in your home. I, I highly doubt that that was really going on. I didn't hear any stories of that. Not in Florida. It doesn't happen. No, we live in Florida, man. Like that's what we do. So very, very good Thanksgiving. Uh, today, tonight it's Monday. I'm at the shop of course. So it's the Brian golf studios. The Brian golf show is presented by Cobra Puma golf. And, uh, all the audio is brought to you by my friend, Ted Watson, Mr. Watson golf creator of the hanger and structure ball. Make sure and check them out. Uh, right now at watsongolf.com. So I went on, uh, you know, I did some, I do this thing on Instagram. It's called Brutally Honest Answers to uh, Your Questions. And on the back end, I just kind of call it uh, Brutally Honest Answers to Your Stupid Questions. Um, I, I mean that as a joke. Look, most of the time anybody that does this stuff fitting club shit on a day in and day out basis, they're gonna find your questions pretty stupid. It's it's actually a big problem in the industry is we think you're all stupid. And when I say that again, tongue in cheek, yeah, I know you're not stupid. Uh it's it's just kind of a joke, okay? It's a running, running joke. But then again, there are some very jaded people in the industry that think like that a little bit. So I'm going to go through some of these questions I got and uh, I'm going to just kind of put it to audio and that's, that's all this is really going to be. We'll, we'll chat a little bit about some extras, you know, uh, some things went on. I watched the match 30.0 and everybody's given uh, Steph Curry, a bunch of shit for being a plus one. I don't, You know, he did not play good, but let's be real. The format is very hard. That golf course looked like if you miss by an inch, you miss by a mile. So Peyton Manning, struggle bussing, Captain Hook the first few holes, and then he just started becoming Mr. Fairway Finder. So, you know, I'm a big Peyton Manning guy being from Indianapolis. He's obviously a legend, rooted for him. The day he left Indy, you know, went to Denver. It's like, dude, Peyton Manning, the fact that he is uh, one of the guys, along with somebody else that I love, Andy Roddick, that invested in uh, Sweden's co is just kind of cool, kind of hip, kind of trendy, if you will, and and it's cool that he's participating in these matches, and obviously, he's he's pretty funny, he's got a pretty cool sense of humor that uh, a Hoosier like me likes to think that I can relate very well with, he's, he's a Hoosier uh, through and through, so the match was cool, Barkley was great, Phil was Phil, you know, obviously, he was doing a lot of Phil things, saying a little bit of extra in there, which I did find entertaining, but at the same time, it gets a little overwhelming at times. Uh, I feel like yeah, I'm okay saying that, but I feel like he's playing a part and he knows that he's got to do that. It's it's the Phil thing. And uh, I'm not going to be too upset about, uh, you know, that. That's not going to be my complaint. But people are giving Steph Curry some shit for playing bad. And it's true. Look, I'm a plus one handicap and I just shot 85 in a tournament. I talked about that, you know, had a bad putting day, had a good ball striking day, but had a bad putting day. And uh, now here I am in in my studio putting with this freaking arm lock putter. I'm going through arm lock lessons. I'm sitting here trying to get comfortable with it. You know, left hand low, do I go conventional, all of this shit I'm trying to figure out. And uh, I I think I'm getting the hang of it a little bit. It'll be interesting when I finally get on the golf course, probably uh, Sunday, I'll probably play my first official round at Tim as a member. Yeah, that's a big deal. Wow, a lot of really big things talking about. And here I am going to talk about these silly questions from Instagram. But nonetheless arm locking it old man trying to cheat as best I can and I am going to call it cheating until it is illegal so I'm just going to start out random questions here from Instagram and um, look some of the answers they are a joke to me I I, I truly do joke around about it Um, you know like when somebody says hey is there anything you like in the Wilson line and I say unfortunately not a thing like nothing ever well, I, I've never liked anything from Wilson. Does that mean they make bad product? Hell, no. That doesn't mean that at all. I just look. I'm not probably not going to be the guy that has a WS logo, a Wilson Staff logo, on my uh, on my on my my gear. I just won't. It's just me, all right. Not even tennis rackets, all right. I made a joke. I, I posted a picture of Rafael Nadal with like five Babolat rackets. Back when I played tennis, I was like Team Babolat. In fact, I've never hit better four-hand top spinners than with Nadal's racket, and my cousin always played with a Head or uh, a Wilson racket, and he was very Federer-like. Not that I'm not a Federer guy, but he was he was very Federer with his Wilson racket. And I'm like, I don't even, I, w- I wouldn't even choose Wilson golf clubs if Babolat made golf clubs starting tomorrow. I would go Babolat. So a lot of questions are like that. Um, you know, like this one I got: When you when do you think the G four twenty five or G four two five LST? I don't know how Ping's saying it. I'd say a G425 will be here in the States. And then I made a joke for miscongeniality. Congeniality. And if you didn't get it, I'm sorry, but that's my sense of humor. And I said, I believe that April 25th is the perfect date because it's not too hot. It's not too cold. All you need is a light jacket. If you do not know what that quote is from, that is a you problem. Dude, the ping stuff comes out like February, March. It just, it always does. Okay. So that's what's happening. Um, this was a good one. Getting fitted for a new driver soon. Best head options for 120 mile an hour swing speed. Oh my God. My, my absolute favorite question to answer. Uh, actually, this is, this is like the last pick in the NFL draft kind of question. Mr. Irrelevant. This is so dumb. Why are you asking anyone that uh, question when you're about to go through a fitting? You're going to find out all those answers in a fitting. If I tell you that this is the best head option for 120 mile an hour swing speed and it doesn't perform for you, I look like an idiot. I'm not going to put that on me. And I actually commented I said, I can't believe you wanted me to take 20 seconds out of my day to answer that. And sometimes I feel like people need to think about that. They need to go, wait a second. Should, should I really ask this? Is somebody really going to spend time answering this question when I'm about to spend three hours or two hours or however many hours, however, a bit of time going through a fitting with an actual professional club fitter? And I'm going to find out the answer to these questions. You do not, let me just say this, as far as fitting goes, I love when you're prepared. It's great. I truly love it. But you do not need to know like what clubs are going to perform best for you potentially going into a fitting. That is why you're going to see a professional fitter. They're going to figure that shit out with you. Okay. There are fitters. There, there might be like 10 fitters that actually listen to this podcast. And I'm telling you right now, every single one of them are going, yes, thank you, Lord. Let me just do my job. Uh, next one. Oh, this is actually good. I think this is from uh, my buddy, Alex said, uh, how are you and Trotty? Not the same person. Trotty golf, a friend of mine, I, I would say a industry friend of mine, you know, we don't like hang out, but uh, we definitely have some fantastic conversation. If you want to retroactively go back, um, the Trotty pod that I had on here is one of the best podcasts and one of the most listened to podcasts that I have on my, uh, on my show. So Trotty, I, I think that it's okay that, uh, you know, I say this, but for starters, I'm like a foot taller than Trotty. And I think he commented and said, potentially two feet. I mean, it's true. You got to go really deep, maybe two years ago with the players. So a couple, two marches ago. Um, there's a picture of me and Trotty, I think, and I don't know. I think my wife might be the same height as Trotty. So that's, that's that. Uh, this was a good one here, five and seven wood versus hybrid. So we just had, you know, a lot of players at Augusta had these seven woods, definitely five woods, but a lot of seven woods at Augusta for the masters. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not a, I'm not a wood guy. Uh, you know, I never hit them good. I got a five wood and I hit that like shit. So I went back to the, like the three iron and then, you know, I got COVID and, uh, when I was recovering and I was getting ready to prepare for this golf tournament, I, uh, I noticed I was going to need a two thirty shot a lot, like a two twenty two thirty 230 shot a lot. And uh, I couldn't get my three iron in the air. I couldn't generate enough speed recovering from COVID. So I just slapped together, um, a four hybrid 22 degree four hybrid I had like a a Nippon Ghost Tour prototype just chilling. Um, Kyle from Nippon on tour, he sent me this and he's like, hey man, uh, this is a stiff flex, but it's actually like 10 cycles stiffer than it stated. So it's gonna play like an X. So you really can't use this for your demo wall or anything along those lines because it's just not the same as, um, you know, the retail version of this shaft. And so I slapped this thing together in this four hybrid. I'm like, screw it, I'll hit it. And I'm just instantly part of the hybrid gang now. Like I'm, I am officially old. We've talked about in six minutes, seven minutes of, of podcasting here. We have talked about arm lock and hybrids. I'm, I'm half tempted to put a damn three and four hybrid in my bag. And I'm sitting here thinking like, you know, I got a couple tournaments. I'm looking at playing some FSGA one days or no, they're winter series. So like Jack's beach. And then I think there's a, a four ball at the conservatory that, I got a friend that I might, I might hook up with and we might try and dominate that one. Um, but I, I'm thinking of like battle at the beach in March with my boy, Johnny wonder, you know, that's like my member guest, you know, like I'm not going to try and play in the Tim member guest. It doesn't sound like a fun process. There's like a lottery and I don't know. I'd have to take a couple of days off work and that just, you know, it's different taking off um, a Tuesday for a a Monday, Tuesday tournament versus a Friday, Saturday, Sunday tournament or a Friday, Saturday event. Those are like my two busiest days here, uh, you know, at, at the shop as far as fittings go. So for obvious reasons, but I'm sitting here thinking about battle at the beach and I'm like, man, there are multiple holes where I can dominate life with this hybrid and I'm going to do it. Like I'm going to, I'm going to have a hybrid, potentially two hybrids in my bag by March. Just depends on how old I want to be. And if I truly want to take my four iron out of the bag, which would be very hard, very hard for me to take a four iron out of the bag. Easy to take three iron out, even though I love three iron. My Forge tech three iron is amazing. Although we, we, through COVID, we did not uh, get along very well. It's just not spinning enough, falling out of the sky. But man, there is potential that I've got one. I definitely will have one hybrid in the bag, potentially two hybrids in the bag come March, you wait. What kind of golf towel do you recommend? This is, um, God, what a stupid question. I'm so sorry. Whatever towel is the same material as a bath towel is what I prefer. Um, Towels are towels, man. But I'll tell you what, personally, I don't like these waffle towels. They repel water, and they piss me off, and they make using a towel very hard to use. And that is way harder than it should be to use a towel. So I just like a normal bath towel. Let's not overthink the towels though. Um, uh, let's see. That's a stupid question. I was joking around. The person said, what's the average distance gain from a fitting for someone who's never been fitted before? I don't have the data on that. I just said at Brian golf, hundred yards is the average, but those results obviously aren't guaranteed. I just go through that. Uh, brand biases when fitting good or bad. I don't know if that was for the fitter or if that was for the player, but it said open minds are good. Being a brand agnostic fitter, something that I believe is key. But if a player wants a certain brand, then I'm gonna get them dialed in and, and probably not make any sacrifices. So like somebody comes to me and goes, yo, Brian, I want a full bag of Tailormade. Yo, Brian, I want a full bag of titles. Yo, I want a full bag of Cobra. Guess what? I'm probably gonna get you dialed in and you're, you're gonna be into gear that fits you very, very well. Um, we'll go through the ringer on that. Look, if if somebody's on the books for a three hour fitting, think about it like this. And we are only focusing on like one or two brands, then, I'm going to really be able to dial that in. I'm just saying, not that I can't, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spend a lot of time on the few golf clubs, really making sure we get the right answer, the right specs, everything. I mean, that's how it should always be. But I'm just saying, when we're not having to spend time going through seven, eight, nine brands, that's, that's special. That can be special. So be, be mindful of the person who only wants one or two brands in their bag. Uh, I like this one. Do you think Shrixon is underrated? I feel like their irons don't get enough respect. And I countered with, uh, I feel like the amount of people that feel the same way as this person do, that they're underrated is actually pretty high. Therefore, they, they can't be underrated, right? If everybody's like, no, these are underrated. Well, they're not underrated because you're all very aware that these are really good performing irons. Uh, and there's a lot of players unapologetically playing Shrixon. I will say this, the little V-Soul and all that, you know, and, and and I've heard on TXG, I've heard Ian say this plenty of times. And I've I've actually, and I don't want to misquote you, Ian, but I, I've also in my own fitting, in my own game, I've seen when testing the tricks on Irons that if you do not smack down on it, you're a pretty shallow player, you're kind of missing the the heart and soul of that. No pun intended. Wow, I did not mean to do that with the soul. But if you're not utilizing that V soul, then meh, you're you're probably not going to find the tricks on that special. Most overrated brand in golf. Actually, this is another one. Ian, um, he reached out and he was like, Oh my gosh, I am so tired of hearing this, but he said it in a Scottish accent. So it was. Actually, it was a text. So I just read it in a Scottish accent. Um, I, I said that most overrated brand in golf, I'm going to flip this, I'm going to say the most overrated opinion is that Taylor made brings out a new driver every six months that hasn't happened in years. But you know, a lot of cool guys always bring that up thinking they're like on top of what's going on in the industry. I do not believe that whatsoever. Um, you got to be If you're going to come at me with that shit. You better know your facts. Okay. And the fact is like, Plenty of companies are coming out with tons and tons of drivers, tons of SKUs, making it very, very hard to keep up with. I mean, think of Callaway. Um, God love them. But they've got you know, the Maverick, the Maverick Sub-Zero, the Maverick Max. Then they've got this new Big Bertha line. So they got like five, six, seven SKUs at any point just in a driver. So not every company is doing that, and TaylorMade hasn't really done that in a while. How about this? Thoughts on a P770, four, five and six, MC seven and eight, M B nine and pitching wedge lofts adjusted appropriately. Of course, let me take a drink of this diet do. So no edits here, we're not doing any edits. I said that uh, that's trying to be a little too creative and it's uh, trying to just force diversity into your golf bag. Um, I know they position them for that, you know, a little bit just with the combo sets But I'd argue that the guy that's going to be an MC or an MB isn't going to get what he wants out of the P770 and vice versa. And, well, you want to play with a three-iron? 770? Cool. You're probably going to find that you want the P790 because you want that three-iron to probably be more of a driving iron, more of a rocket. And I'm not even talking about getting, like, the UDI. I'm just talking about the straight P790 three-iron. I don't think that the same guy... You know, like you're just going to have a seven and eight iron in the MC and then an eight or a nine and a pitching wedge in the MB. Like just split that shit down the middle and let's call it a day if you want some diversity. Don't just put a blade pitching wedge in your bag. Like the sole on the muscle back is so much sharper. The leading edge is so much sharper, so much square than the MC, which is a little bit more of a rounded sole, a little more bounce there. It's totally different golf club. What are we doing with these combo sets trying to do that? It's not like the Shrixon, where, and granted, I think the 585 and here to be the ZX5 and the ZX7, I think, you know, those, those lines are kind of two different monsters as well, but at least they've got similar characteristics on how the club works for a player, especially through the turf. Get stuff like this all the time. Reshaft a Cleveland Classic driver or get something new. And I said, come on, get something new. There's, there's nothing classic about that driver at this point. Let's not polish turds people. I know you want to save money. You do not have to be a cheap ass though. All right. You play golf. You love golf, right? You spend plenty of time thinking about golf, loving golf, playing golf, talking to your buddies about golf. Just invest that little bit extra driver. A properly fit driver is going to last you a long time. Do not reach after Cleveland classic. Damn it. Uh, I really, really like this one because this one's, it's pretty spot on. Um, How should I go about funding my golf career? This shit's expensive. Yes, it is. I I was just alluding to that in the previous question. My advice, don't get married. Don't have kids. Don't get a fancy car. Live with a relative if you can. Go sleep on a friend's couch if you can. Go be a waiter at uh, potentially a Chili's Maybe an Applebee's, if you like more of the American cuisine versus the kind of American, you know, Mexican Chili's vibe that you got, you know, pick one of those and then don't spend your tip money on booze or boobs. Saw that a lot when I was, you know, in the, uh, in the industry, a bartender and a server. I saw a lot of people just spending money at other bars. Saw a lot of people just spending money at strip clubs or on women in general. Let's not do that. Golf is your only friend now sacrifice your social life and also delete social media best advice I could ever give how do manufacturers shaft manufacturers measure the torque of a shaft and I said with a torque converter and a reference to dude where's my car a continuum trans functioner. I don't know man I obviously a torque converter is not how you do that um I, I don't know man they, they they do things because they're shaft companies you know just like uh like uh I don't know uh a guy that works at a dyno shop is going to be able to measure torque in a vehicle or horsepower in a vehicle. That's just what they do. I don't know the answer. I wish I did. After how many rounds or years should you replace a driver head and shaft? I said, how deep are your pockets? Are they deep? Just get one every year. Just do it. Come on. Not deep every two years. Let's get refit. Let's just make sure. Let's at least check and make sure the performance is withstanding every two years. Thoughts on 921 Hot Metal from Mizzy and the P790. I said one of these things, not like the other, but damn it, they both go far. Uh, the 921 Hot Metal is a little bigger, a little more game improvement-y, all right? Maybe like compare the Hot Metal Pro to the P790, maybe closer, the JPX Forged. Um, obviously the materials are different and the P790 is hollow, but uh, you know they're, they're both great sticks, uh, how much do you charge to paint fill? I'm looking to paint fill my Cobra CBMB forged and add feral. Misspelled feral, spelled it kind of like a feral cat. I called him out on that. Uh, I don't do paint fill on everything, and I especially don't do it on those irons, meaning the Cobra CBs. They are a bitch. They. Uh, I posted a picture of me... Um, doing, or I posted a picture of a club I did in Pacers colors, or for those Swedes that check this out, um, Swedish colors, blue and yellow. And it was my favorite. It was absolutely my favorite, but it was so much work. And it was such a pain. I did the MBs. And then when I got to the CBs, I couldn't get in to the cracks and do it right. And I've had this uh, conversation with Posey on the uh, Cobra truck about when he did Uh, My friend Jonas Irons and he did them very, I think he did them blue and yellow. That's where I drew the inspiration. You know, obviously when I see blue and yellow, I think Pacers, I don't think Sweden, but you know, so my buddy Jonas has them and uh, they were badass. And I remember Posey being like, dude, those CBs, it was a whole set of CBs. He's like, those were a bitch to do. So I found that out and it absolutely sucked. The process literally to death of me. So we're not going to do that. Uh, TC-201, that's Mira, and TR-20V from Hanma, same field. Uh, I I like your style, I say. I say 100% trying both of those irons for the same player in a fit. Uh, Personally, I like the shape for me of the TC-201 over the TR-20V, and I do get into it eventually, and I say that like the TR-20P, that is a good-looking and great-performing iron. I don't know why more people... Uh, that see the performance, don't just bite the bullet and get the Han Mati 20 Ps in here because they, they've won some battles in here and people have uh, ended up just going a different direction. Next up, when is Cobra releasing their new driver? We're not going to name it, even though you probably know. Just a quick Google search and you'll find out. I got the catalog right here in front of me. So I can get a discount on the Speed Zone. Well, the Speed Zone has already been discounted to $350 thanks to Cobra. Go to CobraGolf.com. You can buy it or you can buy it from me. DM me. I'll get you one. Um, they even uh, ran a pretty good deal. If you spent, spent X amount of dollars um, on Black Friday, you got it for a little less. But the new driver should be out into January. I'm pretty pumped to test it. Um, our, our friend at Players' Cup, Coach Rusty, had one. It was left-handed, though, and I did not ask to hit it because I did not think I would really... One, I didn't think I'd hit the middle of the club face or the club face at all. And two, I uh, I didn't think I would do it justice. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to fuck up my man's driver. He just got it. Uh, Cobra, if you're listening, you sponsor this podcast, send me one. How much did it roughly cost to open your location and get going? Thinking about changing. All right. Get this one a lot. Mel and I have talked about it a couple times on the podcast. I hope you've made it this far in this pod. I hope you are listening. I love this podcast. This is such a good podcast. This is like my favorite podcast ever all the contents right here in front of me. I'm just basically reading a script and ad-libbing just a little bit. But anyway, I digress. I hope you made it 22 minutes in. I said, I'm going to be very different. It's going to be very different for everyone, but I'd say if you got about 150K in the bank, you could do it right. You're going to want to be able to get it going with some cushion. Plus you're going to want to spend some money on marketing dollars. It's, you know, it's not the most inspirational thing to say as far as for me, but I wouldn't be doing it at all. Mel and I, and what we have going on, very different and unique circumstance. So not saying we special because we're not, but let's be real. We're a little bit special. I think we did this in about 50, 50 K. Obviously we, we had a little bit of dough saved up and we were doing some sales out of our garage that allowed us to just know, all right, let's do some projections. Yep, this can be a viable business for us. Dude, we clearly have had like a three or four-year head start on this before we started our business here at Brian Golf. So, you know, don't, don't just think you can... Uh, I always quote it um, from Fast and Furious. You can't just hop in the ring with Ali because you think you box. All right, that's just not how this works. And I'm not nearly, you know, I don't think I'm Ali, but I definitely know that I got people... A lot of you that spend money with me and I appreciate that. So, you know, I had a little bit of a, a lead on you, if that's the case. Um, you know, that's tough. That's just, that's tough. It's tough on the answer because I don't want, I don't want to be like, you know, the non-inspirational guy. Truly, if I didn't have the head start that I did, I would have just stuck the radio and, you know, just played golf five days a week. And that was a lot of fun. You know, I could have done that, but uh, probably would have been a little unhappier, you know, always unhappier when you're working for somebody else. Is Cobra still releasing the Rev 33 or potentially a new blade iron? I've seen pictures of a lot. There is stuff coming. I wanna see it in person. I love that it's not chrome and I love that it's not black. I really, really wanna see it. But yes, the Rev 33 are coming. Ricky just needs to kinda put them in the bag. That's what he needs to do. I hope he does. Uh, This was a dumb question it's not a dumb question. I'm so sorry. It's not a dumb question. I, I gave it a dumb answer. I just said, guy said, love the high toe ATV grind from TaylorMade. What is the best way to get that in a Vokey SM8? I said, get your name grinder or D grind, weld an inch of metal to the toe, then send it to someone that, uh, can, uh, stretch out those groups to the toe side of the club. Obviously none of those things are, uh, really possible. So we're not going to do that. Is there a, you know what, let's skip that one. This is boring. It's a real question um, idealish six iron spin for 96 mile an hour swing speed. Do you fit to a lower number expecting it to go up outside? Good question. And yes, just a little bit. I just know that the friction of a mat and whatnot, um, it, it might spin a little bit more outdoors. So super low spin rates. Don't scare me that much, but I did say that, uh, you know, there's more factors than spin that lead to my answer, but my rule of thumb is normally never more than the uh, club number times a thousand. So if it's six iron, we don't want to like going too far over 6,000. Like I'm okay with like 55 to 65. I like within a thousand RPMs of that, but there are cases where somebody, you know, um, goes super high on their launch and, uh, we get a really steep angle of attack and they've got like 4,000 or forty five. Ah, 4,000 is pretty low, but like 4,500 RPMs. And they just, they gain like 10 yards because of it. And they're not losing any uh, sacrifice in uh, or, or making a sacrifice in their stopping power. So I really like that. Um, somebody said, Does rust on wedges actually increase spin or is that bullshit? I said bullshit. My Golf Spy debunked that and I trust their work. I really love my Golf Spy. Some people hate them. I think people that hate them are uh, close minded. Let's just say. Thoughts on buying a putter that feels good and then getting fit for it? Simple answer nope. What do you charge for a club fitting? Uh, breaks down to about $100 an hour. Um, you know, it's say uh, drivers an hour. And then we always have about a 30-minute buffer before and after fittings. I just think that's like one of the clutchest things I could ever do is buffer time before and after fittings so that way we're never rushed. And, um, you know, the goal is to get it done in an hour. So driver, $100, irons, $100, you know, driver hybrid, fairway, long game. It's like $200, It'll probably be $250, but it's $200. Um, want to do irons and wedges together. It's about two hours, so it's $200. Bucks. Uh, just wedges, $100. Bucks. We can even take those outside, but that costs a little bit extra because there's a little bit of extra work and planning involved in that. Uh, full bag minus putter at the moment is $300. Um, basically, it's, it's $100 an hour. Um, why do manufacturers not allow you to simply order new heads? I love this. hmm Y'all ain't saving money by just getting heads. Do you know how much you piss me off when you call me or text me or DM me and are like, hey, how much for a tailor-made SIM head? And I'm like, $550. Um, but I can get it with a shaft for that. Um, okay, but TaylorMade still charges and makes me pay in charge $550. Because last time I checked, they don't make the shaft that's in that club. They don't make the non-Velicor Fujikura Ventus, all right? Fujikura does. So that shaft is like, why do they strike a deal? You know, it's half marketing. It's half an engine to sell the club, you know, at a certain point, like guys, the shafts are water to the OEMs. So let's just not, you know, let's not even go there. Don't be a cheap ass. You ain't special. You just get your clubs from an authorized dealer and maybe that way they can, you know, be built properly. Now, another part of this is warranty, right? So if somebody just buys heads, you know, if you just buy heads off Callaway and then you build them and you mess them up or you send them to kind of like a dank builder, is dank negative, gank, maybe gank, all right? Like somebody that's just like absolute trash when it comes to building, poor quality. I'm not talking about you. If you're good at your job, I'm just saying, if you send it to somebody and they're trash, we have plenty of those guys, all right? And something happens, you're gonna be like, yo, Callaway, these clubs suck, man. The, the Look at the, they're falling apart. And it's like, no, 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 no. We only sold you the heads and the heads are prime. So they're not even gonna deal with that shit. So there's, there's a lot more to that, but y'all just need to, think about the business of golf. All right. Sometimes you can strike a deal on a club head, but you know, that's more on the used market. Um, nope. Nope. What is the best course near Miami uh, public? I'm saying Mel Reese or Crandon. Um, you know, I heard Crandon's in prime shape. I love Crandon. It's really cool. And Fort Lauderdale, as far as public goes, I always like plantation preserve. That's just a cool layout. I've played it a couple of times. It's very overpriced is a wedge fitting necessary i said does it take a man and a woman to make a baby it means yes all right how do i stop to continue how do i stop continue to this is this is uh sawyer from hanma how do i stop continue to aggressively grow my beard but still working in the tree i don't truly i don't know how he was meaning to ask that but i think he's like how do i continue to grow a beard and, and, and still work in this industry, um, private clubs and some employers really shun the beard. All right. So I said, stay away from private clubs and these things called employers also send me some TR 20 Bs from Hanmeda test. Thank you. Uh, who we got thoughts on title is saying wedge performance begins to deteriorate around 75 rounds. What title says goes 75 rounds. It's a lot of golf. Plus you got to factor in all the practice. Let's replace that shit and be fresh to death. Do not be a cheap ass. Let's see. On new drivers, I've been playing my 915 with the same shaft I got with it, five years old, need a new one. Oh, baby. Uh, 915 in my bay has a 100% chance of being replaced by something that performs better. Seriously, that is a 100% success rate. Never seen a 915 outperform anything else in, in today's game. Let's see, how are the new X-Forge CBs from Callaway? Said so the X-Forge CBs and Apex MB are the best Callaway irons I've ever hit, and that's true. I normally don't get along with them, but uh, these are very, very good. I don't like the shape of the X-Forge for me, a little roundish. Um, hopefully you don't hear the squeaky ass chair. Now the Apex MB, I did hit really well. I like the way they look, but there's still something off with the shape for me. Uh, do you think the new SIM Gen 2s, this, this new SIM 2 is coming out? The Gen, 1, the Gen 1s are still $100 cheaper. Are they worth it? said, probably. Um, you know, Sim was good, like really good. And I heard a rumor, though, that on the Sim 2 that they're actually going to get rid of the movable weight, which shocks me because the weight in the Sim is is a savior from God to me. And I feel like I'm really good at fitting Sim. And that weight does have a lot to do with it. You know, I'm talking about the one that slides from heel to toe. Uh, but look, when when somebody's coming out with something new, most of the time it's it's worth at least diving into um, let's go. I ordered a fifteen dollar hat the other day. When are those shipping? All products that have been bought in the last seventy two hours will be shipping tomorrow. So thank you all for your support on season and Tees. If you all uh, want a hat, uh, deal on a hat, deal on a uh, head cover or something, you know, cup uh, like a like a you know tumbler or whatever, uh, holler at me. I'm willing to make a deal. Uh, just just let's get some fresh stuff in. We got some stuff on the way, so let's clear it. Um, also, it's it's very tough very, very tough the shipping. I can say that's the hardest part. It's me and Mel. A lot of people always ask, when's this ship? When's that ship? Sometimes we run behind and I'm sorry for that. Other times y'all are way too needy. Just saying. Sometimes I, it's like, yo, um, it's Sunday. Like Nobody's doing anything on Sunday and FedEx ain't working, UPS ain't working, USPS, Shirts ain't working. Same shafts, same iron heads for the last 15 years. Come at me. Oh my God, this is Barney. Said, I've seen your game. Uh, his shit only works 60% of the time. He needs to go get fit for real. Um, what's your go-to spin killer iron setup? Can't get my six iron to spin under seven K no matter what. Uh, I always say step one, switch to a ball like TB five X. The, uh, that pill never loses the low spin battle in my fitting bay. Another one, uh, Bridgestone tour B X. And also the title is left dash. Really good balls for killing spin. Let's see. When I fly out for my fitting this spring, come in, come in here, what courses do I need to hit up? Uh, Jack's Beach for sure. Play the Yards, the Yards it's called. Um, look them up, the new new little spot in Ponte Vedra near TPC Sawgrass. And then of course, if you're uh, ready to give up your left nut and a kidney, potentially uh, TPC Sawgrass in the stadium course, uh, definitely the Valley. I got a couple more here. I'm just gonna do a couple more. Um, iron swing speed is between stiff and extra stiff for f- fitted for fitted i don't know which would you do i swing harder when playing well and i said well you're gonna have to get two sets an x set for when you're playing well and then a stiff set for when you're letting your partner down it's an investment but it's gonna be a damn good one dude i don't you gotta go through a fitting to get that shit as simple as that um tp5 spins too much tp5x spins too little been testing pro v1 any other recommendations uh uh-huh. Bridgestone torby x and uh definitely even might be surprised by the uh torby xs for real plus we got new pro v1s coming out what do you think the best looking irons are on the market right now? I just said, was that anything that Tiger Woods plays? He's always had the, uh, the best shaped irons in the bag. So, um, well, I, I didn't know about those Nike irons. I think they were like the Vapor Pros or whatever with the Volt swoosh, something like that. I don't, I don't quite remember, but um, those, those were a little different looking. Should you play, use the ball? Should you use the ball that you uh, normally play at a fitting? Well, of, of course, uh, unless it's discovered that ball sucks for you, then we're going to look at that. Okay. Let's see. Why is Sexual Brian the best radio name I've ever come up with? My former boss and first real boss, the guy that hired me, his name's Rain, Tim Rainey. He's out uh, doing a morning show and I think he's a program director in uh, Sacramento at a radio station called The End. Very talented man. Very youthful in his programming ways. Put me on the air as Sexual Brian. It was actually hilarious. Uh, tips for mentally keeping it together in a golf round. This was actually uh uh, in front of ours, Kevin O'Brien, Kevin Golf. He asked this, and I, I didn't quite have an answer, you know, because I don't have it f- quite figured out, but I did notice myself and my score, my ability to hit good shots and make putts when I start to lose belief in what I can do. So when I lose belief in what I can do, I start to lose the ability to hit the shots that uh, are necessary to keep a good round of uh, golf going. said, my advice would be to know your game and play to it. Don't let your mind wander. Just find your zone. Whatever your zone is, live there. You know, I, I, kind of always thought that, uh, you know, I, I'd, I'd be much better if I shut up and focused on, on my own game and really kind of, uh, you know, didn't talk to anybody. Sometimes look, I don't talk to anybody cause I'm bored out of my, like, it's like, holy shit, I got to talk to this guy like, for four hours. This is going to suck. Let me just not talk at all. But, um, other times, you know, it's like, I, I find myself much more relaxed when I'm constantly talking, making jokes and, and being myself, not quite to a, uh, Phil Mickelson level. Uh, What is your low round in 2020? Mine's 67 at the moment. Good for you, David Patterson. Uh, It's it's a good little humble brag in there. But what is my low round? So I shot a 68 and then a 67 right after I got fired back in March. And I had a week with uh, my first week of unemployment at the uh, Fleming Island. Shot 68, kind of pretty effortless, I believe. Um, And then shot 67 like the next day playing really good, but I would, I said that I would argue shooting 70 at four dunes, the loop red in the rain after being a few over through four holes. It's probably the best round I played all year and would have been like a 65 at Fleming Island. You know, the course I shot 67 at, but um, I did also add, we are as good as our last round. I truly believe that. And I shot 85 last week in a tournament with 38 putts and it was bad um let's see favorite course in indiana north of indy so north of indy that's messed up because there's so many courses in indiana that i love but favorite one north would be in noblesville it's called purgatory badass club kind of linksy very difficult uh central i, I gotta show my love to deer creek golf club where my life in golf started i if i went to indy tomorrow i would i would go straight to deer creek that's what i would do uh love the brickyard love pete Dye. he's a Hoosier uh, Southern Indiana, Victoria national. And then I, I threw in a honorable mention of hickory stick. Cause it's, it's kind of one of those linksy type golf courses, very wide fairways, uh, very different throughout, uh, you know, the, the scope of 18 holes. You get there uh, are different, uh, golf holes, golf course. I also, I used to love Heartland crossing, but I heard they ran that place into the ground, which is depressing. I'm actually depressed thinking about that. I loved Heartland crossing. Recommended order, get fitted, then take lessons or take lessons to get fitted. Um, I like this question. I do feel like it can go both ways though. You know, if I was an instructor, I'd want my player coming to me with properly fit clubs. Otherwise I'd be teaching some tendencies that are a product of the ill fit golf clubs. My students gaming in a perfect world, we get to kind of like work together, you know, um, you know, make sure that nothing the fitter is doing and nothing the instructor is doing is negatively affecting even the process. If a, an instructor is like, look, we're, we're doing some things here that's going to get them swinging like this. It's like, all right, well, maybe we need to curtail this a little bit. And, uh, you know, maybe we need to, guide the fitting to that or maybe we need to pause and come back in a couple weeks right see how would you best describe tempo in the golf swing um i just i did a big old long quote from 10 cup and i just highlighted tempo is everything it is everything let's see do i miss being on the radio i miss what radio was like um all right i you know what it was like almost every industry it's evolved and i don't think it's evolved in a good way there's still some uh, stations and personalities for sure. Some companies doing it well. Um, namely, a, a friend of mine named Phil Becker out in Portland. Love what he's doing. I mentioned Tim Rainey. Rain, you know, they have a lot of fun. Do that um, morning show in Indianapolis on WZPL, Smiley Morning Show. He kind of does his own thing and it tends to work. I really, really love what he does. So there's only a few out there that are good. And uh, the rest are basically trash. I I, I legit cannot listen to local Radio terrestrial radio anymore. It just angers me. Um, let's get just a couple more in here. Did I ever play the super secret course that no one knew about at white oak conservation? The answer is no. Um, I doubt I will. The owner uh, basically keeps that one to himself and it's depressing. I know. And let's see here. I'm going to find one more softest wedges on the market Mira tour wedges in the bag aren't hitting the mark well Mira aren't just necessarily soft sometimes they're actually kind of firm you know a little bit they get uh, a lot of mass they're very dense heavy hit so maybe like uh, cobra Mim, super soft and then uh Hanma makes soft feeling wedges and uh the cleveland golf has zip core the rtx zip core a little squishier than the rtx 4 but shaft has a lot to do with it too i mean you think about it put a put a graphite shaft in there and see see what happens there um, okay. One more. I oh, don't know. This is it. What made you go to Armlock putter? Wasted a great ball striking day on a hard ass golf course in a tournament by having 38 putts. I've mentioned that a lot. So I'm going to start cheating like uh, Webb, Cooch and Bryson. I'm messing with this bet and already that I have now the uh, arm lock that they have the slot back, but uh, I- I'm going to try and test a sick putters kind of like uh, a double wide blade with uh, the plumber's neck. Kind of like what Bryson has, but uh, double wide. So truly, as I've gotten older, I I definitely feel like under pressure that the uh, fast twitch muscles, them hands, them wrists, uh, forearms, they they like to get a little too active under pressure. And uh, that's just, that just can't happen if you want to be a good putter, right? Especially, you know, when we're talking about going uh, under, under pressure. So uh, last, last one, what are you testing for 2021 in your bag? Truly, I am going through the ringer on irons, trying to figure out irons. I will have new irons in the bag for 2021, 100% guarantee. What I'm really trying to figure out though is shaft. Um, Am I going to be in the DGX 100 tour issue like I always am straight in or am I going to give the Project X LS a try? I'm truly, I'm building clubs. I'm old school testing right now. I'm truly building golf clubs with the shaft in them to my specs and trying them out as a built club, not with the fitting, the fitting demo. The fitting demos got me, look, I'm X100. I mean, that's just it, X100. But when I build the club, for whatever reason, the Project XLS um, feels a little bit better than uh, than it does in, in my demo club. Just for whatever reason, I don't know if that extra weight down there with the club connects, um, you know, but so I'm really looking at those two shafts. and I'm going to figure those two out. So that's what I really, really got. Drivers dial the hazardous smoke RDX. I've got the 60 gram TX, and it is the shit. And I've got a blue in my three wood um, that I'm going to give a little bit more of a test to here, um, very, very soon, very, very soon. So we'll, um, I don't know, we'll, we'll kind of look back on, on my testing. I'll talk more about it here, you know, once we get into January, February. And, uh, you know, I get, get some new sticks in the back. It's, it's time to refresh, love my irons, but there is, uh, there is time, there is a time to make a change in two, three years with the same club, basically. Uh, even though I've made them look a little bit different, you know, by making them go raw, they feel a little bit different. You know, I tell you one thing is not changing my grip, Arcos golf pride, um, MCC plus four that shit is, is where it's at. I love that grip. It's the best Arcos grip I've ever used too you know, it's very sturdy. I feel very confident in it. And uh, I'm really, really stoked for golf and golf clubs for 2021. Thanks for all those questions on Instagram. You can always hit me out, Brian Golf, uh, in DMs for just traditional, you know, messages and, and questions. But sometimes I, I like having a little bit of fun and um, the feedback is fantastic on the brutally honest answers to your stupid questions on Instagram.